You know, one of the things I absolutely love, I love interviewing newcomers to the country who just really take action and start getting things done, especially when it comes to real estate investing. And today's special guest, Eduardo Trezan, is originally from Brazil, now lives near Montreal, and he's definitely, him and his wife are really starting to pick up speed with real estate investing. So Eduardo, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me, Dave. Actually, it's a it's a quite an honor. Uh, I've been a listener and now being interviewee. Uh, it's definitely an honor. Thanks for having well, it's, me. It's my pleasure to have you on the show. So, Eduardo, tell us a little bit about life in Brazil and what got you guys. What made you decide to come to Canada? It's, it's definitely a good question. Um, so, life in Brazil is uh, is definitely different from what we have in the, in Canada. I would say that uh, you try to survive most of the time. There, there are a lot of good things, mm-hmm. uh, but like most of the the population, maybe like seven percent of them is actually living day by day, trying to to survive. And and one interesting fact was, I was working for a company in there, and they said like, you know, their salary is quite high. You know, like you. A little more, you're gonna be making like two above, and I was making like a thousand, uh, I think a thousand dollars a month, and wow. it was really, really low. And but it, it it is the market, you know. So we started discussing about like, well, I want to to try abroad, and um, my wife and I we had um, this uh, discussion. Okay, where we want to go because you want to go to Japan. I'm not going to Japan. That's <laughs> definitely a no. And I was okay. Calm down. That's fine. So we had like uh, uh, English speaking. Uh, we thought about Canada, US, uh, uh, UK, and Australia. And I was saying like, you know, Australia is too far. Uh, US is not my gig. Uh, let's find something that it's in between. And uh, I had a friend that uh, came to to uh, Montreal and said, why don't you like, guys come to here? And like Montreal is, is, is a good place, etc. Okay, let's let's give it a try, and that's how we start like the whole process in Brazil. And so, what what year did you come to Canada? Two thousand fourteen, oh, April the 9th. I, I oh, cannot very, forget. Very very <laughs> vivid date, April 9th, twenty fourteen. Okay, and I know it's a it's a big process and a lot of paperwork to make all of that happen. Walk me through kind of like once you got to Canada, when did you guys start thinking about real estate investing? Uh, so real estate investing is actually uh, something that my wife has been bringing for most of the time. It's it's funny because I'm here, uh, like being the, the, the face, but it's way back in time. Uh, my wife comes from a family that is basically builders, uh, her father and uh, cousins, uh, uncles, and she was actually built in Brazil. She uh, Before we came to, to Canada, uh, they finished a 58 units uh, building uh, apartments. Uh, before that was a 30 uh, units. And we came- So were they, they were builders? Did, you, did they build for other people or did they keep those buildings themselves? Uh, I'll say half and half. There was some part of a partnership, uh, especially when they had like a land, they found someone that had the land and they, oh, okay, I can exchange the land for four apartments and then I'll, I'll sell. So they, they had um, some agreement. Uh, I wouldn't say a GV, uh, I would say like 
very minimal uh, corporation style. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like they, they try to leverage as much as possible the this kind of uh, partnership with people that had either the asset or the land or uh, some capital, but not that much. It's, it's not common in there. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a very different working situation, cultural situation, business way of doing business in Latin America. That's for sure. So, yeah. okay, so your wife kind of grew up around builders and real estate and all that kind of stuff. You got to Canada, so she was the one poking you, saying, "Hey, this is what we should <laughs> be doing." So, so then what? What happened then? Because you're in a new country, new languages new way of doing things, new way of doing business. What were those first steps into Canadian real estate investing for you? Yeah, so uh, the first, actually the first step was even uh, going to, to real estate. We we needed to get back our same like level of life lifestyle and, and the connections from, from Brazil. You come here, you have nothing, like nobody yeah. knows you. Yeah. And that was the first step that we had to, to make. Um, then as we start uh, talking, uh, she was saying, okay, why why don't we like invest in real estate? I've been investing in like public stock option, private stock option, Forex, uh, crypto. I was, yeah, I never tried. Like, let me like, give like some, some thought. And uh, that's when we start like talking about it. And we had- What, uh, what year very... would that have been? So you, you came in 2014. So when was that? 2020. In the middle okay. of the pandemic. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's <laughs> <had> some time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's 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 funny because like we had this conversation with uh, two other couple of friends and they, they wanted to, to explore real estate as well. And we were like doing like, courses, education, um, something that we don't have, uh, not even here is like financial literature. And like you really understand it. And that's when we realized, well, we're in the pandemic and there is a bid war. We have capital, but it's not enough. And what do we do? Like how, how we get into it? Um, that's when we started exploring partnerships. And I really started to dig into like what a partnership is, uh, what it means, because it's a different country. There's different regulations. And that's how I understood like how security regulations actually work and how different they are and how you cannot or you can ask for money. And yeah, so fast forward 2000, uh, 2023, this year, yeah. we joined uh, a group in uh, Alberta for a deal with 38 units. Uh, okay. We're Passive investors, but we so are. Are you like are you limited account. partners in that deal? Is that what you would call it? Is it a syndication? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So it it's a syndication. We're going to be uh, passive investors, uh, LPs. Um, it's a group of people that we actually know, um, and they are like sharing how they are doing it, what is like the the the, the painful uh, portions. It's an, a multifamily investment. And that's something that we definitely don't have in Brazil. So everything was like completely new for us. Um, and that's actually a very nice learning experience to be like on the back seat and getting people that are way more uh, experimented than, than you and really learning from the process, you know? Yeah, well, that's smart. I think that's very smart learning. I like how you put that learning from the back seat. Um, that might be the title <laughs> of this one. <laughs> so, I love it. <laughs> so Eduardo, that's good. And you got started with that earlier this year, but I understand that you and your wife have a project that you're 
much more actively involved in. So tell me a little bit about mm. that. What are you guys up to? Definitely. So uh, everything actually started with us uh, selling our house. So your our back in here uh, is actually pretty good, much gone. And uh, we decided, okay, let's sell the house. Let's find something that it's suitable for us to invest. And uh, we partnered up with uh, a realtor, an amazing person. And she was like, yeah, like, let's explore different areas and let's see how we can work. And um, again, like the partnership became uh, super important because it's a skill that I don't have, that uh, she, my wife doesn't have. And we we were talking and we found the lend. The three of us said, okay, how much we can get for this, et cetera. What we can do in this land. We figure out the the, the front of the, the, the land was quite uh, wide. So, okay, let's ask the city. Can we actually build a, uh, like a bigger unit in there? And the city was, yeah, like you can go up to four units. And that's so it has, what does it have on it right now? A single family home? Exactly. It's the same. So you're you're going to do you're going to do a redevelopment is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be exactly. intensifying a piece of property and, and doing a, a redevelopment there. Cool. So you, your wife and your realtor are partnering on this. Are you all putting in capital or or how is that working? Is it, I would say it's much more like a GV in, the, in this uh, scenario. We don't have necessarily everything written. It's, uh, it's more like, okay, you're going to sell for us uh, and you're going to buy for, uh, with us. Uh, so that for us, actually. So we are putting the capital. We are putting the credit. Uh, we are putting the, the effort to get to the city, get the plans. Uh, she's coming with the knowledge, okay, I for me to sell in this area, this is how much we're going to need to target. That's the, the the final price that you're going to need to have. So our due diligence is basically we sit together. Your role is the realtor. You're going to sell it. Our role is like I I need to make the financial as Eduardo. My wife, is she's a civil engineer. So she's doing the whole uh, process of like, let's get the building like there. Yeah. You know? Okay. Uh so is it really a JV or is she just making a commission on the future? She made the commission on the on you guys buying it. Have you purchased it already or is this still in progress? It's under contract. Uh, we should be wavering the, the conditions uh, maybe this week or the next one. Okay, congratulations. That's great. So Thank then, you. so is, is the realtor really a partner or is she your realtor who's got paid a commission for purchasing it? And she'll get a commission on the back end when you're selling. Is she also getting a piece of equity in the property or just the commissions? So we are not doing under a corporation. That's the, the biggest uh, difference between uh, having an equity partner uh, versus having a, a, a commission-based uh, partner. She's a commission-based partner. Why we're not doing with, uh, with corporations, mainly because of tax. Yeah. Uh, we're talking and uh, basically under our names is uh, better uh, uh, in order to sell the house, get financing and everything. So we decide yeah. to go our names first and then we grow it. Okay. So I'm just trying to understand how this is working here. Mm -hmm. Eduardo. So you guys have already sold your house or you in the, are in the process of selling your house? Uh, we have already uh, an offer that has uh, been signed. So okay, right but you're now, still living so... in the house right now, correct? Yes. Okay. Exactly. So when you sell the house, that's when you're going to close 
on the other property? That's when you're going to purchase the other property? No, actually, we, we do have already the, the final approval. So we have an A lender uh, okay. bank that has been uh, given us the, the final approval. Uh, sure. Good. Right now, the, the, the process is basically due diligence. Uh, we're meeting as many people as possible in, in order to understand what is the cost associated to the project before we just say, okay, let's waiver. But right now, it's, it's looking quite uh, quite good. Yeah. So we're taking the, the leap in there. So question, where now that you're selling the house, where are you guys going to live in the meantime? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely a good question um what i'll say is i don't know yet <laughs> <laughs> okay because I, I was wondering okay are you selling the house so that you're going to buy this new property and then live in the property while they're building mm -hmm. or you're going to build and live in there and kind of property hack i'm trying to get my head around what, what what's the plan um, we thought about uh, living in and doing the construction at the same time, but um, I'm not sure it's, it's going to be like feasible. Uh, so right now we are exploring two options. One is going back to to renting, uh, seeing how the market will go. So we get something in between a year or two uh, to get an, a new house, uh, seeing how the market is going because we're in 2023. Uh, interest rates will be there until like mid next year. We might find some good deals uh, next year. Why not wait for an, a year? No. Yeah, so you so want to access your, your home equity right now. And I imagine a lot of that, is a lot of that capital going to go into the construction or, or where where you, if you're already set up with the down payment and everything for this purchase, what are you going to be using the equity from your home in? Yeah, so we're we have a three uh, plans to be honest. Uh, right now we're so basically the way we're looking is we have the house. Let's make sure that we finish the whole process of like due diligence, uh, purchase, and make sure that we have this firm. Now, option one that we have is we're gonna look for uh, a B lender, uh, see how we can extend the the loan to basically do the construction using a beat lender. Mm -hmm. uh, the other option that we have is basically work with uh, partners. We have been talking with a few different uh, people, uh, people from Brazil, people from, from here in Canada. We've been sharing how the, what is the vision, what are we trying to do with the property? And in case there is a need, we're gonna be leveraging other people money to actually do the, the project. And the third one, uh, some people actually ask uh, us uh, for the RSPs. So one other option that we are looking is to, to use a trust uh, account in one of the, the companies uh, that allows us to use RSPs to actually have the mortgage using other people's yeah. money from the RSPs. So there are three plans right now. All right. Very good. So then the project you're looking at building for units on that property is that correct are they going to be is it going to be a four unit building four townhouses what what what's it going to look like at the end at this point uh, there there are a few different uh approaches right now the so it's either three or four the three will be basically the same level um and then the intention is to be um 
like a townhouses uh, in the end of the day, if it is a four uh, units, it will be two floors, uh, the, like the first and the second one, because we don't have enough space and we're going to need to leverage the, the height. Uh, some constraints are like we needed to have parking spots. So we are working with uh, an architect to make and an, uh, a surveyor to make sure that we have the spaces before we say like we're gonna go like four units. Mm. Uh, those constraints are main because of the the city's uh, regulations. Um, so we're basically designing on top of this and the selling and selling price. Like uh, we look at the the per unit the the region. And we needed to attain that selling price, otherwise we are not competitive. And uh, so it really depends. Uh, we are in the process of getting all the estimations with uh, every single constructor. So basically it's probably going to be individual units that you're gonna sell separately, is that correct? Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Okay, very, very cool. So what, what do you foresee being some of the challenges moving ahead with this plan, Eduardo? Um, it's a good question. First of all, is, uh, is there is a big difference between building in Brazil and yeah. South America <laughs> and yeah, building in Canada. Uh, undoubtedly, yes. Of <laughs> yeah. uh, the good thing about this is because my wife has been working for, uh, for the city for uh, quite some time and doing renovations in here in, in Canada. So regulations and understanding all this process is something that she knows much more than I do. And I try definitely not to like uh, give any advice. Uh, that's her area, like her domain. Um, but it's a challenging, like understanding this, navigating 2023, high interest rates, uh, how you can actually make profit with all the, the, the situation. So uh, we are trying to be very careful in how we approach this, um, because any mistake could basically render the, the property a bit uh, unaffordable right. for some, yeah. some years. Um, and the other point is, is basically fundraising. Um, like going back to one of the biggest reasons 2020 when I started looking at fundraising was, okay, I, I need to understand how I leverage like other people's money and like lenders in general, which is also another other people's money. Um, so there are a lot of to, to navigate how I talk to people, how I created the, the right relationship, uh, show to them like, this is the risk, this is the, the, the possible uh, profit what Canada allows me to, to actually do. Uh, so this is a, a very uh, complex scenario if you do not know and if you're trying to do uh, for the first time. And I'm not saying that I did for uh, uh, before. I'm just saying that I've been reading for like three years and getting like people that work in AMF, uh, which is the, the security law and uh, uh, security regulation organisms in uh, Quebec to understand it. And I think that's going to be also a big chunk of my, my time. Mm. Um, and there's a challenge that uh, I, I quite like. So, Eduardo, what, uh, let's fast forward a year or whatever it is, a year and a half, and you've got this three or four unit building built and, and sold. Then what? What, what, do you, what do you and your wife want to do? With real estate investors, you want to become builders and then just be building and selling stuff. Do you want to get into multifamily and buy and hold stuff or build to rent? What What are the big picture long term goals? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, what I'll say first from from my wife' uh, perspective is something that she she loves. It's about like building and uh, something that I actually love is 
holding them. So our goal for the next uh, three years, five years is, uh, is to build like 10, 20, 30 units, refi, hold it, uh, do this using uh, like partnerships. And uh, I've, uh, since I mentioned in 2020, I'm, I'm building also a startup on the domain of fundraising. So my intention is to actually bring this forward. Like uh, we're gonna use the technology to bring people to understand the, the, the investment by building, holding, and keeping the, the generational wealth uh, for like longer. And that's the, the, the intention for the next years. Very good. Eduardo, exciting plans. If people want to connect with you, what should they do? Uh, I'm pretty much uh, in almost every uh, social media. So LinkedIn, Eduardo Trizan, uh, uh, Facebook, Eduardo Trizan Equital. Um, you have the website, eduardo uh, ca. I can send all the, the, the links for that. Uh, for the podcast so just reach out uh, to me any social media or uh, through email uh, i'll be happy to connect and uh, share like it's it's the beginning of a, a journey but um i like i love what i'm learning and that's something that i i'm really like passionate about fantastic well eduardo i wish you and your wife all the best you're off to a great start and everybody Thank thanks you. for tuning in we'll talk to you on the next episode